Welcome to the Too Much Content Podcast. I'm your host, George Brown, and I'm joined by my best friends, Stuart and Chris. With so many streaming channels out there today, it's hard to know what to spend your time watching or catching up on those incredible shows your friends and colleagues are talking about, and even if it's worth going to the cinema anymore. So we do it for you. Every episode, we come together to discuss the latest premieres in film and TV, to give you the lowdown on the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Without contradicting ourselves, you can listen to us anywhere on the go, so we can help you find what's best to watch. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, in our last episode, we spoke about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at The Whale. Mm. Yeah. We're looking at The Fablemans. And we're going to dabble in some TV shows. We're mm. going to take a look at The Servant, The mm. White Lotus. And to finish it off, I'm going to look at oh, The Last of Us, <laughs> which is a cracking TV show in a minute. <laughs> anyway, do you want to start us off, Stuart? Well, uh, um, uh, the, whale. the Whale. Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, do I need to introduce that we saw it in cinema? I guess I guess most films we're yeah. going to be seeing in the cinema. Well, but yeah. for reassurance. How easy is it to edit stuff out on it? It's pretty easy. Just Why? cut. Why? You want, you want to edit it's the out? Really? thing and then... Just the, Sorry, the laughing Chris. and then the mistakes. I think, I think it's something different. What's that? Laughing and then that bit about the cinema. Yeah. It's easy to edit out. Yeah, of course it is. Just cut out. I mean, I mean, it makes. I mean, to be honest, I feel like it's a bit of a journey with this podcast because we're starting fresh. We're no, we're no experts in the field, but right. then the audiences listening may like us sort of starting on the journey. So. I Follow us like on the journey. We, I feel like we need to be as green as possible. Just, oh, just his dad likes things, doesn't he? Does he though? Is is uh? Are is, we talking about Stuart or me? Good old Michael <laughs> going to be listening again. Oh, Michael listening, isn't he? He won't. He'll yeah. say he, he does. You'll put he it. Won't. You'll put it on for Doug. Oh, of course. Don't be on the Alexa, but that's stop, stop. Oh. <laughs> it's in his edge. Max volume, and he won't yeah. be able to figure out how to turn it off. It'll <laughs> <laughs> probably just leave the house, won't it? <laughs> just as in three for fucking twenty four hours. Well, anyway, the whale. So yes. yeah, we did see it at the cinema. Yes. Um, um, it wasn't very busy, was it? No, we went. No, it was because we went on a Sunday afternoon, didn't we? We did go on a Sunday afternoon. But yes. even so, it's not been out for very long. It's been out for, what, a week? When we no, saw but it? like, mm-hmm. it's not one of these box office films. It did win BAFTAs, didn't it? BAFTAs? No, BAFTAs tonight, as we speak, so. As we speak, the BAFTAs are on tonight, my friend. Yeah. Is he nominated? Yeah. Brendan Fraser? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what I was getting at is he's nominated. He's got a lot of noms. Yeah. But like, has, has he actually won awards yet? No. He's not won awards yet, okay. So he hasn't won any awards. No, he has, he has won an award. Oh. Because he had that speech. Yes. I think he, he won these. I think he did. Screen yeah. Actors Guild. Yes. I, yeah, I, I yeah, can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Guild of some sex. I have an inkling. I, I think I've seen the sex they're called in the place. I can't remember. But so anyway. just, just to give um, anyone who hasn't seen it. An, over, an overview of the film. Mm, yeah. It stars Brendan Fraser and yeah. he is suffering from some dramatic weight gain. Mm, yeah, just a bit. As a result of... Well, we won't spoil it's, why. Well, it's in but, a deeply uh, some, depressive state. Yeah, yeah. Some trauma has you know, f- allowed him to eat his way into depression. But um, he's trying to reconnect with his daughter is kind of the crux of the film, isn't it? Mm. Um, his condition yeah, just, gets worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I guess I'll start and then we'll move around the table. I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, it's quite meaningful. I mean, I, I, I think you've got to be walking into the film thinking this is going to be a bit 
uh, impactful <laughs> and uh, an emotional year. Um, he was he was great. I mean, like uh, I'm I'm not sure exactly what to pinpoint, but I feel like huh? Can hear that to source again? <laughs> <laughs> he was great. No, I mean, I think uh, I think we walked away from the film thinking this is on the meaning terms and all about hope and and uh, and learning learning on the way what's important and focus focusing on direction on being being yourself and using what's in front of you and taking taking grips of it you know um but like it's short it's shot on uh 4 by 3 or yeah that was or, that was a surprise actually i didn't know that was gonna be like he's watching it on 4 by 3 anyway um i think that adds a bit of a um so I'll, I, tell, I I'll tell you the reason for that. I know, and I know exactly yeah. what you're going to say. <laughs> oh, go on. Because I took a it. I don't know. Maybe we think it did with his film. I believe the reason it was done was because it was adapted from a stage play. So Chris obviously yeah. agrees. <laughs> but it was adapted from a stage play, and I think it was yeah. done to give you that sense of a small set. Yeah. And obviously, right. when you're watching a stage play, so anyone who's watching, who's going to go, maybe go and see this, it is given that. Four, huh? Yeah, it's What's not out? Oh, do you mean in, in the cinema? Yeah. Like on stage. Right. What are you on about? I meant obviously. Sorry, sir. Yeah. If anyone is going to go and see it, it's shot on 4 by 2 which I think 4 by 3 which brings yeah. you know the scale down and it does give you that sort of enclosed environment. It does yes. make it feel very claustrophobic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it is yeah. it is all filmed on one sit on um one bit of scenery, which is yeah. his, his house, basically. Yeah. And you don't move away from that. That's the whole film. For... Oh, yeah. It's a little flat, isn't it? It's one room. Yeah, really. Just the location. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. room. One he doesn't move from that. Well, he does move from that. But, yeah. 90% of the time, it's... So, be, Beware is... It is all on one location. And it is a little bit slow, I found. Yeah. Like, you need to focus, don't you? But... I mean, the main... Do you think there was a message? Of it? Yeah. What do you think the message was? Well, many messages. I didn't like the way it was. His eating was portrayed at points. Yeah, um, well, it was very grotesque. Yeah. Right, it's quite. It was a hard watch. I think animalistic. Yeah, um, <gasps> I think animalistic. I, I thought it was quite hot. To be honest. <laughs> I uh, it's a comedy podcast. Shaving down, <laughs> down some pizza. Um, did you think it was animalistic? Yes, I did. What bit? What specific? It's like food? when he's choked on his—he's choked on that. What did he have? A calzone? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a pizza. It's something else. It's like a meatball sub. Yes. But yeah. Um, choked on that. Five seconds once. later. More than once. Yeah. Showing it back, back down it. again. Yeah. <laughs> and he was literally just ripping it off and actual on there. Which okay, maybe that's when you're in that sort of state. That's what. That's what the they're trying to get across that message. Um, well, that. that it, he turns to that for comfort. Yeah, because sort of I think it's easy to look at someone like and you go, right, this person's just eating should, and eating and Yeah, eating. you should stop. Yeah, but emotionally, the ups and downs, obviously with that, having that much weight, your health, not just your physical health, but your emotional health is also going to be all over the place. Um, but yeah, I mean, this guy is a teacher, has done well, well, he's still functioning, you'd say, because he has got a job as a teacher. Yeah. Um, 
teachers at a community college over over Zoom, over video link. Um, obviously, it doesn't have the webcam on. Yeah, which is obviously hides. No, no, it's not too no. spoilery, but he hides behind, he hides behind the, yeah. the webcam and doesn't show that. He's oh, obviously ashamed. You can tell he's ashamed yeah. by what he's become. Mm. For me, I felt. Is he ashamed, though? Uh, he he, he's very acceptant of the situation. Yeah. No, no not at all. Yeah, he, he is. He is because he, he, he well, he, for, a start, for a start, he doesn't show himself on video camera. Uh, he, he accepts the situation of. But I would say that's he's hiding behind that, then, isn't he? If he accepted the situation, then he would show himself on camera. No, you know, but the impact of what it could occur, like, he, he knows the situation, like, him being massive. So he, he, he hides behind it. So he doesn't have the situation of, right, people are going to start having a go at me or whatever. Yeah, well, I think he understands that, yeah, he's obviously big and he understands what situation he's in, but I still think he's ashamed of what's happened because he wasn't as big as he is in the film his whole life. That happened mm. after a traumatic event. I still think through the, the traumatic event, which is he lost someone, he loses himself and he mm. loses himself to the food. Mm. And I think he is yeah, ashamed he is. about what he's become, but he just turns to that as his vice. He turns to that to kind of comfort himself. And he's a very lonely guy. I mean, he. I'm, I'm reading her name here. Her name's Hong Chow. I think I'm getting that right. But she plays Liz, who's an uh, integral like person to him, and probably the only person that he sees really. Yeah. Um, you know, for a long time. So he's quite a lonely character, and I think that you know the food is a massive part of like his loneliness, and he just turns to that for for comfort really. Mm. But I think there was mixed messages because there's a whole religion aspect in the film as well, isn't there? With the uh, yeah, young kid who turns up. What is he? What was the religion? Was it made? It wasn't a made up religion, was it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, I can't remember for the last minute. It was quite a while ago that we saw. What this. I say it was open something. Yeah, or true lives or, or something like. That's not the religion. It's just the name of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I don't know what the religion was. Religion. And I don't know Christian. if it was made. Was it Christ? Christ. It was Christ. Yeah. I um. I, I think I think there was a mixed message, and I think mean, when he, the kid came and he was like started talking about religion and, you know, was preaching to him and trying to get him to see the truth. I don't know if they were saying because that also leads into the trauma, and also we find out that the trauma was kind of caused by this religion, and that there was yeah. pressures put on to the person by this religion. So was the message saying that religion was bad? I kind of walked away with that sort of like. Yeah, this, the pressure they put onto you by religion was bad. I don't think it makes a judgment on religion itself. It, it definitely stands on one side of the line because honestly, I've I've sort of faded that sort of whole area of storyline out. But maybe because that's because it doesn't. See, I, don't, I don't see the re- relevance of that with uh, oh, really? the kin. I know, um, I think it's huge because the person. Okay, he's he's gay in the film. He's represented as gay, and the person that he falls in love with is—I don't want to spoil what happens—but the trauma that happens is caused by the religion, and I think that's—he's totally turned off to the religion. I think. I think it's more about beliefs. So, yeah, Christianity is one religion is one way you can go, but his belief, his whole belief system, at that point, was more. In a way, 
determination to see his kids. Well, not belief, purpose. Is your purpose religion? Obviously, religion was connected to his carer as well because she had sort of a family tied to that whole church. Yeah. Um, but I think it was more about yeah what drives people. For some people, it's religion. For some people, it's family. Him wanting to see his kid. Or for some reason, it could be not. I wouldn't say it was selfish because it was done by trauma, but other times it's completely personal. I think you might be right. The, the overall message maybe was belief and like you know what uh, what drives people to continue going in life and you know what drives us as humans to like be happy and make ourselves happy and you know live our lives. But that's what I'm saying. I'm what I'm trying to say is that I came away with a lot of mixed messages. I didn't know what the film was trying to tell me. Um, I think mm-hmm. so the relationship between him and his daughter and Sadie Sink is the actress who plays his daughter and I thought she was really good. She's from mm-hmm. Stranger Things. I thought she was really good in it. Um, she only got to kind of show one sort of emotional range, didn't she? And she was angry and went to get back at him. And I, I thought she gave a good performance, but yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really. Film. I wasn't really invested in their relationship. Doesn't sound like you're invested well, in the film. I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't really in invested. Like. I it was a she... slow film. Of course, it was a slow film. It's a, it's a it's a one location shot, and it's hard to have excitement when there's not a lot going on. You have to sort of read into what exactly is being said. Yeah. Read into what his situation is, and also everyone else's involvement to him as well. I um, I just sort of go back to what I said saying before is that what's important in life, and that's how I sort of directed himself to the film that you need to take a part of what's important and focus on that and that's yeah, about it and like detriment to his own health he puts his the drive, daughter the before drive himself, of, um, of him becoming large and depressed is that he wasn't he wasn't taken upon what's important and he he, he did fall in love with this uh this man um but unfortunately the situation occurred and and it didn't work out, you know. Yeah. Um, and then and then things fell fell apart, you know. Which ugh, I can't really make more comment on because oh, yeah, it's mostly it spoil the film. But would I spend so <laughs> would I spend my time going to watch it again, or would I watch this film again? No, no, yeah. So like, I mean, like it's one of those films you you watch and you sort of either learn or you don't. And you accept if it was a good film or not. For me, it was more the resurgence of Brendan Fraser, and like him coming back to acting that I was more interested in this film for and mm. seeing him, and like obviously the films I've seen of him when I was younger were just like comedic films. I never really seen him in a more dramatic role. Mummy was great. The Mummy, but that's that's a comedic film. That's not a dramatic role, is it? Comedy mm, action. Dramatic. Yeah. Comedy action. There's not much. I want to say as much I solid acting needed there. You know, heartbreaking scenes. I do agree that, yeah, if Brendan Fraser wasn't in this film, there was all the media hype around it, would have gone. I wouldn't be interested at all. If you guys saw an actor who was probably lesser known, I would, I probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be at the top of my list to see or make an effort to see like we did. We made an effort to see this film. Mm -hmm. Um, and and he was good in it, and I think he portrayed the character really well, and like his relationships with everyone in the film was really good. I think, I hope he gets more films, and I'm really. Pissed off really that he was cancelled. The bat, the Batgirl film was cancelled where he was going to play the villain. Yeah, I thought he'd be really good in that. Um, 
So Warner Brothers are assholes for that. But you know, who it is, is what yeah, it is. Batwoman, you mean? Sorry, yeah. Batwoman. Uh, which is really bad, but I I can't remember the name. I have to find out. You got any ideas what other? TV no, I don't even know. Have. I've never seen her in anything else before. She, she, and that's because that was her first major role in the film, wasn't it? I think she's yeah, the major things, like yeah, 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 yeah. That main, was main first role, major yeah. main role, yeah. But, but they, yeah. they said no. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> like, but I would have liked to see him in that, and I hope he gets a lot more acting jobs off the back of this film because he, he was good in it. I don't know how old he is. But... Just being nominated for the nominations, of course. Yeah, because he was good in it, and his performance yeah. was incredible, and he made me feel, feel things. Do you feel like he had many words in the film? Many words. Yeah, in terms of that script wise. Yeah, but not many people had many words. With the one little speech, didn't he, which is in the trailer. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think he had like a huge script, which well, that's alright because it's more about visuals, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The subtleties and um, the acting performance. Yeah, and yeah, obviously towards the end, things yeah. chaos it gets quite chaotic towards the end, doesn't it? it? So what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk too spoilers. Yeah, I mean, we can um, jump into spoilers if you want to. A massive but... fight that merges. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's him versus Godzilla. But <laughs> what, what did you think the title was alluding to? Was it him or was it. Because obviously, in the oh, essay, yeah. he the essay that he reads to settle himself yeah. when he's like panicking or like getting yeah. heart you know, palpitations because of his medical, you know. Problems. He reads her essay, which is about Moby Dick and the Whale. His daughter's essay. Yeah. His daughter's episode. So sorry. Which, very, very which... But in the daughter, throughout the whole film, the daughter's just using it, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't like her character very Again. much. But... So he's tried something. He's tried to change. Who his daughter? Do you think there'll be a sequel with her daughter and how she progresses? Well, I'm called the Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> she was cool though. She was a badass. She yeah. was, she oh, was bad ass. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she didn't give a shit. That's not the character in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was quite smart. She was. She was I mean, spoiling it, but like she uh, was taking video and and uh, audio recordings of this guy who came in to to kind quote, of trap helping him. Yeah. Mm. Just trapping the earth. And even but, with that, did she? Was that her intention? We still don't know. That's the thing we don't know. Yeah, so it's it's open, open exactly, the and it's good that someone does that because it gets you thinking. And yeah, but that's the thing. Oh, um, yeah, I was, I was. But did you care? I did care, but I, I was overwhelmed with the amount of messages that were being put to you because mm. if it's so solely focused on like him and his daughter and their relationship and you know rebuilding that relationship because mm. he's very, you know, trying to. He obviously understands that she's not doing very well in education mm. and mum's not really pushing her and he tries to get back with her and his daughter and like make her see that education is good and that she should focus on her education more and he tries to use that to build their relationship again. So if they just focus on that, I would maybe have like got invested in that, you know, that one storyline. But then they bring in the carer, they bring in the boys from the religion and, you know, I understand that ties in with the trauma that kind of begins the film of as to why he's in the way he is. Mm. Actually, there was too much. For but me, there was the too much from him is about finding the beauty in every little thing, wasn't it? Of course, because he's... Him done, saying, yeah. daughter, you're believing yourself. Again, we'll go back to yeah, the yeah. It was believing yourself, really. Mm. Finding the beauty in everything. Again, that's contrast against what people might see his physical beauty as, but... 
Yeah, so the message was there. But there was too many it's, messages. It's just a question of how well you accepted yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's good to have a film that makes you think. Of course it is. Instead of having something like Ant-Man or all the, the crushy films, the crushy, bangy films, all the action mm-hmm. films. I get that, Some yeah, but nice but I prefer like a message that like, makes me think, yeah, about that message. Like, yeah, his doors. Right? If they didn't, I feel there's a difference between mixed messaging and a film having loads of different messages. Well, I felt like a variety of messages and loads of different messages. I felt overwhelmed when I came out. I didn't know what to think about. It didn't make me come away and go like, oh yeah, maybe like for me, a film has to have some effect on you when you leave the cinema. And you know, if it maybe look to the ratio between his daughter and just focus on that. Maybe I would have walked away thinking like, you know, I should call my dad or I should call my mum and like, you know, make sure I rebuild my relationships yeah, and maybe think about that. But when I walked away, I just thought about, there was too many. I was like, I didn't know what to focus on. What what message do we walk away with out of all of them? Hmm. Or is it just a message that relates to you? Maybe or... where, that lo- where, that's where it loses something in the format of it, this being a film, not the play. Exactly. In the yeah. play, would you go see the play? <laughs> Sit through it. Uh, yeah, I would like to see yeah. Yeah, I would You like would go see the play? You would yeah. go see the play? No, really? I've seen the film, yeah. I've never been oh. to a play. And you've got so many other <laughs> plays to represent this film. Your first play, play you would go play. see... Well, even well, a musical. Well. Well. Even a musical. Never been to a musical or a play, no. I'm going to take you to a few. No, we said you were going to take us to fucking... Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon, yeah. It's going to happen. Anyway, let's summarise. I, For me... What would you rate it, quickly? What would you rate? Well, we're not doing ratings on this. <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing I love time. A good no, no. Would doing... you go watch it? Are you, would you spend? Do it the whole point the of this is there's too much content. Too much. There's too much content. Would you put this above anything else? And for me, I would not spend um, another two hours watching this film. And, and we're not allowed to do ratings. No, there's the, the, the no. content. It's too much content, mate. It's too much content. It's too much content out there, <laughs> and we need to know: Would okay. you spend your time so on this content or other content? Does this fall into the precious little that you? What? would see I would definitely not go advise it to anyone who can watch it I would explain to them that it's a it's, a, it's an emotional film it's an artsy it's, film it's about a geezer it's about <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you have a way of words Joe. Okay, you have yeah. a way of words <laughs> and um, he's, he's his troubles um, in life you know but I wouldn't advise anyone to and with everything that's going on in the world so, I mean I don't know many people that are happy <laughs> there's a lot of our own problems going on and to go watch a film for two hours that just like piles on top of that yeah. it's, it's, it's depends hard. where you are depends your own situation yeah of course I mean it's an emotionally so, draining film so yeah. be prepared if, you, if you're going into it be prepared mm-hmm. what do you think Chris yeah. would you spend your two hours watching this if I need to spend two hours I'll spend the two hours watching the play instead of the film but you, saying that it, I don't know it was a it, it, I did like the film rating and oh, you, you know, like you're missing a I, decent performance from Brendan Fraser. So sure, yeah. Like, I like the film. There's the perks for I the like film it. alone. No, I would just say. Yeah. I don't, Again, I, we've seen it because Brendan Fraser's in it. Yeah. If you want to see the resurgence of Brendan Fraser, go see the film. Yeah. If you don't want to waste two hours on an emotionally draining film, do I think I've wasted messages. my time watching the film? No. I don't think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I felt like I enjoyed the film as in what it was, you know. I wasn't expecting some fighting, like fighting sequence, but like I watched it for what it was and I enjoyed it. I walked away learning something, or just not 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 learning something, but like sort of taking something in, you know, importancy or whatever. And I've rambled on about enough, so I'm not going to again. But like, you're giving me mixed answers though. You enjoyed it, but you wouldn't 
go and see. You wouldn't advise it to see it again, no, because it's one of those films you see once and then you don't need to see it again. But would you advise mm. it to people? Would you advise no, people? Not really, no, because it's it's it is a it is a long film. Um, I feel like I feel like if uh, you're film. after that kind of film, then I would advise it. If if you're after some deep impactful film, nothing going on, nothing crazy CGI or anything like that, um, no action based. Then sure, there, there is definitely an audience for it. Um, it's just not the average audience. Well, it's also a typical A twenty four film as well. Mm. Yeah, you got to look at the production company and stuff, yeah. and just viewers, but yeah. and also shot by four by three. So if you like that as well, some people don't like four by three. So that's the difference. Okay, well that's. Wait, uh... you, wait, did you say yourself or not? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise it to people. Yeah. I I, I but, agree. But with you liked it. You didn't like it. To say I liked it would be giving it too much. I it was watchable. I watched it, sure. but you know, I, I like I, I said at the start, I walked away with mixed messages. I didn't know what it was trying to tell me. Mm. I didn't know which message to walk away with. Um, and and I just think the acting was good, but I just didn't really like the story. Okay. And that's the whale. That's the whale. Girls. So, Moving on. We yeah. had The Fablemans, which in my opinion was a much better film, but I'm biased because I love Steven Spielberg. So, who wants to get, Chris, why don't you kick us off with this one? The Fablemans. <sighs> if you give us a story, what, what's the what's the outline so of this it's, film? Obviously, Steven Spielberg wrote this during lockdown. It's based loosely on his own experiences and his own childhood. Well, I wouldn't say loosely. It's, it's almost an autobiography of his life. If you know much about his life... Which I've watched a documentary on his life. It, oh, yeah. it does follow it quite closely. Okay. <laughs> so you're wrong, basically. But <laughs> carry on. I'm not using instruction too much. No, I'm just saying. No, it is. It's more of an autobiography. Yeah. Um. So we see his whole school life. We yeah. see his early childhood. His dad's got a very high up job. Um, seems to be some sort of trailblazer in the tech industry. Mm. Um, so he's moving around America um, to be in different to be you know where tech is biggest at that time that obviously unsettles good old Stephen's life quite a bit um, and he ends up being bullied at school and to replace that he finds a love of film he does indeed who's Phil? <laughs> <laughs> and in that you've got his mum and a monkey and Loads of other weird stuff. Well, let's go. Let's let's talk about his mum for a second. His mum is kind of the drive, or force of his mm-hmm. love of film, isn't it? Because his dad's very much like straight arrow, you know, mechanical man. Like yeah. you know, everything's got cogs and stuff, and like you know, very much um, what do you call it? Like academic, I guess. But his mum's yeah. a lot more creative, and yeah. you know, she's a bit more away with the fairies. I would say it seems it almost comes across in the film, yeah. and and she kind of pushes his love for film. Mm-hmm. Whereas his dad tries to, you know, wear him away from it, doesn't he? He like, yeah. like tries to say, oh, you know, that's a good he, hobby. He but it, yeah, he, that's he a good hobby, but you know, a... don't don't take it on as a as a profession. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think I I enjoy Steven Spielberg, and I, I watching the documentary on his life, I find it very interesting. So to see that portrayed in film was really interesting. I, I liked all the actors were really good. Um. Paul Dano plays the dad. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. He's always good. I thought he was he's really good. Really good. Who, who plays the mum? She was in. She's been a lot. Of Can't remember, but I thought she. Yeah, 
played it really, really well. She was really good. Um, she has been nominated. Has she? Yeah. As well. Um, Who are the guys? The, the kids, sorry. No. Was that that kid's first film? I don't know. His name is Gabriel Labelle. Oh, yeah. He was incredible. I really liked him. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought he was really, really good. Um, Did we think that, I mean, like, I think we could say this, but it, throughout the film, it was, it's when he's a child to understand his first film uh, introduction and then his teenager stage till college. And then that's it. It's no further more because ultimately he gets after college, or we believe after college, maybe he goes into the second college for film, film college or whatever. Then uh, he, that's it. He, he's there, so that's the the end of the film. Did were we walking into the film thinking we were going to be seeing him at, in action, being in this film production and uh, a later stage Steven Spielberg or did? Were you to no, no, I kind of walking in with just um, a I, child yeah, I did think we see a bit more in terms of his life, yeah, his later life, really, yeah, yeah, a bit more. Um, but I don't think it's bad that we didn't go into it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the well, for I, me, because I, I mean, obviously, I've got a bit of background knowledge, but I know the, the trauma that he went through with like what happened with his mum and dad, and mm. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler because it's like out there, it's known. But his mum cheats on his dad with uh, his dad's best friend mm. and work colleague. And I think it's very much like talked about between people in like Hollywood and stuff. Like if he portrays in the film, he uses film to kind of understand situations. And that's like the first thing he does in the film. He They take him to see um, a black and white film mm. and he sees a train crash and it gives him trauma. And he, he kind of can't sleep at night as a little boy. And his mum kind of sees him like filming a train, a sort of toy train, and like she understands that he kind of understands the scariness of this train crash through that, doesn't he? Mm. So I think that's alluded to like in his films that he creates in later life, he kind of puts his trauma into those films like E.T. and those sort of things. Um, and so I think like it kind of goes into that. What kind of caused him to kind of create films, and I think it focused more on that as a childhood sort of hobby that then became an obsession to kind of understand the world and how the world turns, and that's the, that's his kind of window into the world and like understanding everything. I, I quite like that. That's what we saw, and I didn't really need to see like what he did as he got older, mm-hmm. going into studios and like filming films. I I kind of really wanted to explore that history of him as a child and why he does kind of love film. Mm. Um, so for me that was great I really enjoyed that I mean the one uh, the one part of the film I absolutely loved of I guess what actually happened is that his uh, idea to the shooting oh, in the yeah. film that was incredible and mm. I really that's, loved that that's insane of that, that that's what he did um, yeah so I, if you just I, want to explain what, what did I you believe do? we can talk about yeah, it yeah it's not spoiling but uh, how to how they captured shooting in that old old style films? Like he's, um, he's filming a western, isn't he, for his like Boy Scouts yeah, club? Yeah, and he's like they're shooting pistols, but he in doing it he sees that it's he not actually, realistic enough, is it? Yeah, he actually adds in the effects of the actual flash. Yeah, um, flashbang is called. Flashbang. What's it called? Well, the bursts of yeah, yeah the bursts. The shot, <laughs> <This guy. you laughs> know? Um, and 
just to add the effect, I mean, obviously you don't have sound. I mean, you didn't have yeah. sound for then. So to add the realism that they were actually shooting because they can't actually see him pulling the trigger or whatever. Yeah. All, all they're doing is doing the wave um, action of their fingers. Yeah. Or not fingers, I mean, the, the toy guns. Yeah. But to add the effect of the, um, the gun shooting, they, like... He poked holes, in he? He poked holes in the actual film yeah. reel. And... Um, and then that gave the effect. Um, well, sorry, how they poked field was with like a needle. Mm-hmm. So, so that weird. added like a, a splash of a hole. The light bleeds so, through. As so, it goes when through, the light yeah. goes through the projector, it added some sort of yeah, flare, yeah, yeah, yeah. some flare yeah. in the film, which again added. But I'm like the precision though on the bit of um, of the bit of the, the shot, I guess because. Yeah. The frame it, in the film, yeah. It surely wouldn't have been a massive hole, right? It would no, have been no, like it would just been like a tiny like, needle. Well, in the wrong place. Sorry? You've been in the wrong place. You can't just go back and do it again. No, yeah, you've ruined no, the film. You've ruined the film, so it is. Really was it, no, but like, it wasn't like exactly on the gun, right? It would have been in that area because it because the film yeah, was like stupid yeah. small, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, so, so... But I think what you're saying is like, it just shows he's genius and like what he accomplished. I think it... And in that time, it wouldn't have been done. No, no, and that was a really clever way of doing it, you know, yeah. on a low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a Michelle Williams plays his mum. Oh, yes. And she's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's good, yeah. She's good at showing, like, this kind of mum who's a bit, sort of, like I said, away with the fairies. Like, she's not, she doesn't seem all there, and they move away from her lover, I guess, don't they? Mm-hmm. And I think she shows quite well, like, the trauma, that, you know, going through that. And how it changes you as a person, not being able to be with who you want to be with, and um, how that affects his family. Mm. I, thought, I thought it was a great film. It was really good. I'd definitely recommend it to other people. But I'm, like I said, I'm a bit biased because I like Steven Spielberg. So mm-hmm. I don't me. understand how it's won all the awards it's won. Really? Yeah. Are you just annoyed with <clears throat> being annoyed? As I do. I mean, it was a good film. <laughs> I don't think it was amazing. I think, again, people have got caught up in oh it's Spielberg brilliant film it's about his whole life I tend to agree because I, I do feel yes. I do feel similar I've kind of been caught up in the whole Spielberg you know understand a bit more about himself and you know it was a good film and I, I, I don't know how Spielberg does it but all these films that I seem to watch it's just something different about it you just it looks so unreal mm. you know the shots just look crazy they're so good he is um, and obviously, yeah, he's obviously done some great films, but I do agree. And and like referring it back to the whale, sort of comparing the two, without it being a Spielberg story, would I care? If it wasn't, if I knew it wasn't about Spielberg, and it was just a story, really? would I care? No, but the whole film is Steven Spielberg, isn't it? So like, that's what I'm saying. But I know, I know it's that. about Steve, yeah. But if someone wrote that film and was to watch it, you know, would you care? I think so. I think because of it's the idea of creating the film and and if they wrote the story of some guy has has uh, inter- been interrupted as a director and that's this is how he sort of progressed i think it's great i like i really like the film and i would definitely suggest anyone to go watch it because it really shows the ins and outs of his creativity and also his family the situation which occurred on what was occurring how how he lived his life, you can somewhat relate to others um, and other families. Yeah, it was relatable, yeah. Um, and I think for, for me, oh, well, for all of us, we all love film. Mm. Um, and I know 
for me and George, we love creating film. Yeah. Um, and we can sort of compare of the creativity which goes yeah, behind it. Comes from, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think I think just sort of taking a little snippet of 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 his situation of how he progressed and how he started as well. Yeah, is just really really symbolic and really nice. It is an interesting story. Yeah. Mm. And, it, and again, it was shot probably <clears> through. Was it? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Well, yeah, in all scenes. Not every, not all of it. Mm, it was. I want to tend to disagree because I nah. noticed that. I noticed that a lot in the whale, but I didn't notice it. It does. Maybe that shows why I wasn't really into the whale. You don't recall it not being right. shot. I, I fell asleep during this film. We haven't mentioned that yet. Right. Okay. <laughs> what do you doing? <laughs> um, you first see what bit did you fall asleep in again? Did you fall asleep when they went camping? And then, yeah. and then you woke up as they... Woke up and then they had some big argument. Obviously, I sort of found out, obviously. Did you swear? Yeah. We dreamed about. <laughs> what do you like tonight? But what, what made you fall asleep? You just were not interested in the story? Or... No, it wasn't the film. It was my own. Right, so my your own, own issues. So you're, you're telling people not to go see this film because you no, fell asleep? No, I'm not saying no. 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 What are you saying? It, well, yeah, I don't know. It didn't grip me, but was that just me at the time? Right, okay. I think I've got it's to rule myself out. It's a critic, isn't it? Uh, it depends how I feel on the day, so um, I might like it, I might not. I, think, I don't know. You go, we'll yeah, go real Chris out then. I did enjoy it, but yeah, I felt it got so well. Like, I feel it went on for too long. And it, did, it was a long film. Yeah. It was long. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like the ending. Because <laughs> well, really you could walk out. Because I could go. No. Um, yeah. The ending. Yeah, we haven't spoken about the ending yet, have we? But he meets his favourite filmmaker. Film director, yeah. Um, and it ends. It's quite a funny conversation they have, and it ends with. It's a happy ending, isn't speaking it? Speaking about shot. Yeah, really nice. And he gets what he wants. He gets his big shot, and, you mm. know, gets his recognition that he deserves. And uh, if we summarise, I think. Yeah, Tim was good. It was an interesting story. I think was was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry, it was great. It was great. It was really, really good. I mean, and I, like, I hope Paul Dano I... gets some recognition for it. Well, as he I does mean, in all his films, because I, I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He's so unreal. Mm. It just shows his pure range. I just, I, he was so good in it. Yeah, he was so good in it. Spoke about Jonathan Majors in our last episode, and Paul Dano is definitely up there, mate. Contention. <laughs> Once he gets to the gym, not at all, not at all. But he's unreal. His acting is incredible. Mm. Blew me away in this film. I think all three of the characters were just superb. I yeah, like the the boy. I've never seen him in anything else. Well, so. no, exactly. I mean, and the girl, um, Michelle, Michelle Watt. Nah, she's been Michelle a lot. Williams. No, Michelle Williams. Yeah, she's been, Michelle she's Williams. been a lot of things. Well, she's she was in the Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Really? Yeah, she was the wife in the Greatest Showman. I'll pull up I IMDB here. Let's see what she's asking. Watched you, you haven't, haven't watched The Great Showman. <laughs> Chris, I think we're going to have to kick that you off the podcast, mate. There's no way. She was in Venom. She was in Venom. She plays the love interest in Venom. The first one. You know, I actually don't yeah. think I've seen the second Both. You haven't seen the second Venom? No. It's like 40X. How shit was it? Mm. Um, unbelievable <laughs> shit. <laughs> she's, in a lot, she's in a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have remembered she was in. Shutter really? Island. She was in Shutter Island. 
Yeah. Anyway, so that's Michelle Williams. But I thought Michelle Williams, all their acting was great. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend Santa Girl Watch Us. Yes, absolutely. I would definitely recommend it more to people who understand and know a bit about Steven Spielberg. You know, definitely go see it because it's interesting to understand. Like, I don't think they need to be convinced to go and see it. No, of course not. If you're a Steven Spielberg fan, yeah, of course. I don't think Steven Spielberg is like the seller for me. I think the seller is that. No, but we've got we've got the beginning, which is Steven Spielberg at the beginning introduces the film, introducing the film. So he 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 interrupts the film, doesn't it? And he says, "Right, thank you so much for." Can you interrupt something that hasn't started yet? Yes. No. Anyway, so he introduces (laughs) the film with a message saying, "Thank you for all coming and participating in watching it in the cinema, cinema, basically because my life." Because obviously, after COVID, everyone's going back to the cinema and we're all watching it in this atmospheric, you know, place again. I think it is good. I'm a big lover of watching film how it should be seen on the cinema screens and in that atmosphere with people, you know, maybe not the rustling of popcorn, but you know, you know, watching it as a collective and enjoying it, you know, when you have it, huh? When you have it, (laughs) I'll just not get to that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, 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 yeah. People, Spielberg fans won't have to be, you know, persuaded to go and see it. No. But as a casual viewer, it's an interesting story and, you know, it can you can relate to it. So I would definitely recommend spending this time to go see this film. Are you sure? Yeah, agreed. I mean, I just, just reiterating, um, I think in terms of just a, a creating a film sort of a career, um, just that little insight of how he sort of immensed it. Uh, oh sorry commenced it sorry is that i think there's so many people out there like myself or in sort of the media sort of um world or who would like to be in the industry and to see that sort of creativity work yeah, it inspires out and, that's, you, and that's where he is yeah. and that's how how he become of it or the uh the slightest bit of of his life yeah i think i think it's great I it's think, an inspiring uh, story absolutely yeah, yeah. love that first first shot yeah, I mean, for the bits I you did see, I, <laughs> I wouldn't see it again, but I would recommend people go and see it um, if mm. I can do that. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a waste of people's time. Um, so yeah, go see it. Awesome. Cheers, Chris. All good. All good. <laughs> Let's move <laughs> over to streaming and TV series now. Um, don't know what we really want to start off with, but I think we're all very fresh on servant. I yes. mean, if we just catch listeners up, I've finished all seasons. I'm pretty much up to date. I haven't seen the latest. There's three episodes left. We're so recording right. on a Sunday. So, wait, so it's, what's the uh, what's the latest episode? Wait, is that Monday? It comes out Fridays, Christopher. Right. What's the latest episode or seven? It's season seven. four. Season uh, four, episode seven. Is it? Episode seven. Mm-hmm. So you, right. you're on season four, episode seven. I'm on season four, episode six. I need to watch season four, episode okay. seven. What are you on, Chris? Oh, on season four, episode two. Yeah. Right. So I am on season two, right. episode Excellent. six. Oh, so you've been watching so more. You have been watching. So you are yes. nearly, well, not nearly quite, but you're pretty. Close. I, Where I'm, are you? I'm, Where I'm are getting you? there. I'm getting there. Where are you? Are we going to spoil? Are, are we going to jump straight into spoilers? What? Uh, I, like we... I think I think for season I one, think... two, and three, we can spoil. It I think we can. It's been on for a long time. I think we can say as much as we can. Um, oh, so you, until we season, four, season four, yeah, we because season four, four is 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 fresh, fresh. as it's going to be. Um, so where are you at with season, oh, yeah, two? season two? 
Well, no, do you want to introduce the actual series or not? Like, what was it about? No, so, yeah, okay. Go on then. Well, no, I don't think I should because I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like you're the expert here, so I think you should. Well, be able to I started watching it first, yes. and yeah. I'd heard a lot about Seven, and I hadn't seen it, I haven't watched it since it first aired, but I caught up on it um, before season four came out. And all I knew about it was that it was by M. Night Shyamalan, which was a big draw mm-hmm. um, for me. Is that not why you started watching it? That is, yes, that is why I started yeah. watching it. It was the the biggest draw for me. Mm-hmm. But I did understand there was something to do with a fake baby. And the basic story outline, if we're going to just give that, is that there's a man and a woman who live in an apartment in New York City, and they have a baby. And it turns out to be a fake baby. And they hire a, a babysitter, a living babysitter, to come and help this baby, who might not seem what she seems. And she's a bit um, mysterious herself. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. For anyone a lot who hasn't of seen paranormal it. elements. And We're going to go into spoilers, but if you haven't seen it... Don't, don't, yeah, yeah. Only keep it to the season. We'll one, have timestamps yeah. in the script, description, so if you want to skip this and just go and watch it if you haven't seen Seven. But now we're going to spoilers for series one to three. So, Stuart, where are you at? Well... You don't go to two oh, three, you because, I mean, well, no, yeah, I can realistically only go up to season two, yeah. can't I? Well, go um, ahead. Tell us where you're at. Do spoilers, then. No, no, it's just spoilers, because it's been out for a while. So, people who haven't seen it, we've told them what it's about. Right. Let's just tell them, would you, go, would, you, would you recommend it to anyone? Right. Would but you when you talk it? about season three, do I mute myself? Like, how, do, how do I what? stop... stop <laughs> No, we're not. We're, we're only going to go up to where you've got to. Oh, okay. spoilers. We're going to go up but to for anyone who hasn't seen Servant at all, would you recommend it? Yes, definitely. I would definitely recommend 100%. it. Hundred percent. I was gripped. Yep. straight away. I couldn't even stop watching it. I thought, so I was not straight away, mate. The ending of the first episode. Yeah, the ending of the first episode is incredible. Did we see that in the trailer, though? Yes, you do. Yeah. See, I forgot the trailer. So, but yeah, end of that first episode was mad. Mm. Yeah, and if, if you can not... The ending of each yeah. season, last episode... There's a big cliffhanger. Is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So you I see think it come in, it builds up to it in the episode, but it's still... We, we're recommending it. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you haven't seen any episodes or seasons of Servants... It's on Apple TV. It's on, yeah, Apple TV+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Um, first three seasons are out. Season four, obviously, as we have said, is you know, up to episode seven. So go watch it. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Where are you at, Stuart? I'm on season two, episode six, I believe. And... She has just done her cake, if you uh, if you recall that. Episode. We don't need the fine details. We just know know <laughs> where you're at. Where I'm at. Well, that's the thing. We, What's going it's on? going to be difficult. So she is in trapped in the loft. Um, oh uh, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, she's come down to make that green cake. Okay, it's green, isn't it? The cake. Yeah. It's her grandma's recipe. It's her auntie's recipe. Yeah. Yes. Toby's helping her with it. Yeah, it's got yes. the baby as well, yeah. So have you seen Dorothy do anything unusual yet? She does unusual things all the fucking time. <laughs> She's a She's bit of a nutter, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now listen, I mean, I suggest <laughs> we just talk about it rather than talking about individual parts because it's going to be... No, I'm not talking about individual I just want to know where you're at. I, 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 want, to, I, I want to say my reviews and then maybe you'll go around saying about... Oh, come on then. Should, should, we that, down, episode, should we break yeah. down each character? Sorry? Should we break down each character? No, that's sure, going to take a long time, uh, mate. No. I think you should give us your review. Give us your review. I'll see my review. So season one, I'll say it's great. Though it had its moments where I was like, 
what's really going on here? Because there's multiple things kicking off. Um, there wasn't pure direction. I felt like there was a bit of a... Um, uh, it, it was diverting off to different uh, scenarios and misdirection. But ultimately, it honed, on, honed in on this this woman and uh, the uh, the caretaker of uh, the child, uh, Nanny. Babysitter. Yeah. The babysitter, yeah. sorry. Um, and... Caretaker. Leanne. <laughs> Leanne. Leanne. Uh, yeah, we call Leanne. her Leanne. Yes, that's her name. Leanne. Um, I mean, like, you two love the character, Leanne. And I want to say she, she she's right, but she... Uh, Drives up the wall because one minute she's like all nice and then the next minute she's just not. And I just can't really put myself to place the life in here or not. I just don't understand really what's what's going on. So but, the, the, the series is too mysterious for you. It's in a way it is. You want and, a black and, and white and, series. And I, I kind of want. I kind no of want character development. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay like, the, the same. The thing is also the family, like the the couple. Um, Dorothy and what's the what's the gentleman's name? Sean. Sure. Yeah. And God, they're just so clueless. And also, they want to just keep driving this delusion for Dorothy. Mm. And I'm thinking, just tell her straight. I just well, don't can't understand. Because, because yeah, her trauma is going to break her. a complete breakdown. But that's what psychiatrists are for. That's what that's what the situation what? psychiatrists are for. But they brought in a psychiatrist, and she they recommended. Well, she, she really wasn't. Yeah. Okay. She wasn't that impartial. She's a friend. Yeah, but she's a psychiatrist, and they they, they agreed that yeah. having this what did, what did they call it? It's called like a voodoo. Uh, it's called like a rebirth baby or something, wasn't it? It's was a rebirth yeah, baby, like a doll. and you yeah. know it would help her get over the fact that she lost her kid, and and it's really sad that she's lost her kid, and, and that oh, oh, well, it, was, it was a mad situation. Have you seen that? How it happened? Because that's huge spoilers. How, how did she... Have you seen how she lost the yeah, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, how, how she lost the baby was that she left it in the car. Yes, yeah. And, and she sat there for five days <laughs> with yeah. a, a dead baby. Yeah. You know, that that in episode in itself that was insane. Made me cry. Made me cry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sensitive soul. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it got to me that day because it just... Obviously, postnatal, like, stuff, you know, mm. it can affect a lot of mums and... <laughs> Sorry, Chris has just dropped and possibly broken his phone. Um, but the fact that that... <laughs> Sorry, that's so loud. On the... Is it working? Is it okay? It's in the back of the box as well. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, back to the show. I was angry. When I first saw what happened, I was fuming. I was so angry, thinking, how could you ever do that? But reading into it and seeing a bit of background on it, I can't. I, I just can't imagine what you go through and and the fact that it shows that she f- obviously realizes the baby's in the car, and she gets the baby out. And while Sean is away, he's away for a trip. Why this all happens, by the way. But like, why doesn't Sean fucking say oh, how to kick them? They're both idiots. They're both idiots, and they obviously are di- uh, too directed with their careers. And and yes, obviously this happens, right? But. But that, not, that's it's, obviously it's, what also drives Sean to be so... He feels a lot of guilt about the whole situation because he did choose his career and went away yeah. for his career over staying and being with Leanne. And yeah. obviously you can tell over the FaceTime calls that she she is struggling and he doesn't kind of pick up on that. And and obviously you're a bit behind, but that does come out further along the way, like the guilt that he feels. And mm-hmm. you know there are other things that happen that show like 
why he's going along with this baby thing because he obviously also feels guilt and he the baby is also a rebirth baby for him in some yeah, ways of course. And, yeah, and, I, and that's how he I, deals with it I, I grasp that situation but, but like, I think you're being home, a bit insensitive home, yeah. home back into reality I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's just, it's just a load of awful. But I think you're being insensitive. But that's the series. But then the, the good thing about the series is there's so many different I can't elements to it. That's something to me back. I just can't eat. I mean, I wish us luck, but yeah. But the good much. thing about the series is there's so many different elements to it. So that's only one little element. Obviously, another element is the um, is she isn't she? If you're talking about season one, is she isn't she in this cult? Sure. Yeah. Who is who are this cult? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in season one, but Sean's program um what no is that's, that's spoilers what is it this tv show that he's on yeah Gourmet, no, yeah. Uh, Gauntlet. yeah it's absolutely hilarious yeah but that I comes on that comes it. more in like season three and stuff uh, yeah. what did they show off the see uh, what they did yeah that's why i didn't want him to talk about because they kind of give away but okay. oh chris anyway um <laughs> but the end <laughs> of season the end of season one was incredible like the the mm. you finally find out that the cult is real obviously mm. yeah and when they all huddle in the street and that yeah. police officer drives past and then yeah, like yeah. freaks out and drives back and they're gone. Yeah. Gave me chills. No, that, like, no, that, for... that was great. I mean, I, I, I love that. And so, I, but you're still watching like it. The... So what, what is keeping you interested? Is well, it, does Sean and Dorothy keep you interested or is it the Leanne storyline that keeps you no, interested? No, the Leanne storyline is keeping me right, gripped. Yeah. I just find it absolutely fucking ridiculous <laughs> of how these two, these two evil people have not have not sensed the reality and accepted the reality of what's occurred, and I just can't that's wait for Leanne. Elitist middle class people. Yeah, that's true. And also, you see from Leanne's perspective that she kind of starts to realise that, and she starts to kind really? of. I hope not. She's I, I there for Dorothy. She's completely fascinated by Dorothy. Yeah. She was on Why? The was so crazy. Crazy. Has he seen this yet? Has he seen it? Hang on. You need yeah. to be careful. Has he seen this yet? Yes. He's straight up to all season two. What is? Mm. She's met. So Dorothy's on the news. She's met Dorothy before. Well, we know that in season one, don't we? Right. So she's met Dorothy before. On, so Dorothy interviewed she's in her. The news. Yeah. Oh, interview. Um, I didn't know the interview. Yeah, but... That's what I'm saying. So I don't know how far we can go. <laughs> I know they've seen, like, you know, she was in the background of the TV reporting. And, um, like, there was a shot where they scrolled to the TV and she was reporting Dorothy. And then she was in the background clapping. Like being a part of uh, one of the incidents which occurred back the in the cult. day, way yeah, back in with the, the cult. Yeah, okay, yeah, easy, yeah. But she didn't interview her. No, she didn't interview Leanne. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was a time but when they saw each other. Yeah, but, but Leanne's obsessed know. with her on TV and yeah. like loves her, and that's why that she's so obsessed with her. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but I think well, Leanne kind of says in as well because she does it in season two. She kind of realizes that they're a bit like they're not all great. Yeah, and so she kind of turns against Sean and Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it kind of it gives you the dilemma on whether or not you do you think they're in the right for doing what they're doing or do you think they're in the wrong? Mm-hmm. And I quite like that about the show. It's constantly making you think, who am I siding with here? Who, who, who's side really? am I on? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, like, I, mean I, hope, I hope throughout the season of season two and then going into season three, I have a change of perspective. But at the moment, I'm just focused on why the fuck is Leanne just not fucking shit up? Because obviously she has control of this uh, Christ and power. Right, so, so this is the other perspective. Is what she's doing. Uh, so the show hugely alludes to the fact that she's got some sort of ability or yeah. she can pray and make things 
happen. Yeah. And that gets stronger and stronger, and we obviously won't spoil what kind of happens, but the, the stronger stuff happens, which makes you mm. definitely think that she's got abilities. Do you think she's got abilities? Yeah. Or do you think it's just... So, you're on three, three season six, two. right? No, he's on season two. Three. Season two, two. Oh, season two. Six. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. So Chris, are you, are you sorry, okay? I thought it said three. For anyone who can't see, well, you no one can see. I but Chris has huge ears, but he never listens. Right. <laughs> shit. So yeah, season three. This Stuff shit ramps up, man. Sure. Okay. And there's right. this one crazy bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, which yeah. was insane. Mm. And I also like that it puts these mad bits sometimes at the start of an episode, so you're always guessing. It starts on Oh, I tell you what, yeah, I think I can totally reference one bit which I was like, oh my god, this this is a curtain. So in season one, uh, when um, Rupert, uh, I can't remember his first. Remember the miniature this character? Rupert Rupert, Rupert Grin. Unreal. He's almost giving me in the show. What's his character? Character's name is uh, Jasper. Julian? Julian. Time to go with J, yeah. yeah, Julian. Julian. yeah Julian. Um, and he's an idiot, by the way, because he keeps delusion. But anyway, I'm not like, sorry. So the episode where he is the first person into the house yeah, and to find thing. the baby in the flashback frame, I thought when uh, he was knocking on the doors he went around the back and he saw something on the table right now don't jump jump the gun there we go this I is gonna be thought, crazy right that thing on the table later on we see that sean keeps the receiver under the, the, the yeah. pack of the baby yeah right? center the center sorry so he keeps that yeah i Thought, right? Oh no, this is going to be so wild. That 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 um, Dorothy, in her mental state, the only way to get the baby back alive, right? Or because she was so weirded out that it wasn't right or something that mm. to put the baby back in the bag, and then she forgets the about it, the receiver. How would a baby fit in that bag? Like, I generally thought that she put the baby back in the bag and then just left it there, right? And then just went back to her usual routines, fell asleep, and all that. And that's the first shot we saw was that thing on the table. That thing was fucking huge. Mm -hmm. It was huge and it was disgusting. But I I generally thought, like, she wrapped it up and she left it on the middle of the table. But later on, we see it was just a meat. And yeah. it just rotted and everything. Yeah. But I was thinking throughout this whole episode, I was thinking, fuck me, what she's done. <laughs> she just left mad. it on the table. <laughs> she's literally just put the baby back and tied it back up and then just left it there. <laughs> like, can you imagine if that actually happened though? Well, it'd be crazy, mate. Oh, yeah, nobody sick. else has seen it. What? Nobody else sees it until. Oh, they wouldn't. Why would they see it? No one's going around the house. Yeah, what are you want about? It's all you see it. This massive bag on the table. No one's but who's it. going around the back door, you idiot? No one's going in the back door to you see it. You said it was on the table. Yeah, but in the back door, yeah. like it was in the back bit of the house, isn't it? Yeah, but... Who? Who would see it? No one would see it, mate. But no, it was crazy. There's, there's definitely a lot of twists and turns, and I think the acting is incredible. It's mm-hmm. so good. And it's so Toby, tense, the music. Yeah, 
Toby Kebbell was really so good. Do you like? I mean, I, don't, I can't remember his actor name, uh, but his character name is Sean. Do you, do, Toby Kebbell. Do you like his voice? In it? I love it. I yeah, love him. Fucking yeah. hate it. He's British. He was in a series with David Tennant, which is one of the scariest things I've seen. <laughs> I had to look it up. It's back in 2011, <laughs> and I was. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, doing? I was 13. I, I fucking I, shut myself. I just it was don't so scary. Like his voice. It was really so What do you like about his voice? His accent. He's too toned. I want to say toned, maybe like. Because he, his accent is be, strong. Because he doesn't know what to do, and he's very much like, how do I describe it? The only way I can say is tone, and he, he he's held back, and the black he's, 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 he's shy. Yeah, he's in Black Mirror. I know that. Yeah. That wasn't in twenty eleven. Uh, um, but well, Black Mirror was in twenty eleven. Oh, yeah, it goes back that far, I think. Sorry, twenty thirteen. Oh, the Escape Artist. Mm. Very scary, but um, I mean, his acting's great. I mean, Rupert Grint. I haven't seen anything Rupert Grint or anything since. No, no, no. Uh, using the Ed Sheeran music video, yeah, <laughs> but, um, he's un- he's incredible. I yeah, love yeah. him. I think he's yeah, so yeah. funny. Obviously, and he's got a he's got a lot of addiction. issues. Yeah, he's got a lot of issues in the series, but he's incredible. His acting is unreal. Mm-hmm. And even Leanne. I mean, Leanne was in. If you know this, but Liam was in Game of Thrones. Do you know? Yeah, that's how you boys are. <laughs> I just was shocked. She looks so different to me. She's obviously played. She plays. I don't. I don't see it at all. I mean, obviously, she was much younger in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But I just, I can't see. Different color hair. For any of the listeners, she plays the daughter of. Um, don't want to spoil Game of Thrones here, but um, <laughs> Cersei. She's Cersei's Queen, daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goes after yeah, dawn. Yeah, she goes after dawn. But, yeah. um, but she was the first. Well, she was the actor. second. So yeah, well, yeah. She was the first she actor of the daughter. She replaced right? replaced replaced yeah. She was recast. She was the one who was recast. She uh, no, she was recast yeah. for the daughter. So she was the first daughter. Second. Second. She was the second daughter. Yeah. And this was the second girl daughter was recast. Yeah, she was blonde. She, she was blonde, blonde back then. Yeah. But That's now why she looks different. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. But I think her acting <laughs> in this is great as well. She plays yeah, so creepy. A very good jaw. She's a. She's a good fit for it. I mean. Like for 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 the the spookiness behind it all and what's going on, like she fits really really well. I feel. Yeah, and now, it's those shots of the background when uh, they'll be talking at the door because that's something. The location you've got the front door and you can see all the way through the house, mm. and they'll be talking at the door and you can just see her mm. either obviously oh, she just walk through the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's she doing? Or she'll sort of peer around, and just be staring and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. It's oh, creepy. It's good for for people who want something that's kind of. I wouldn't say scary, for something that's a bit more like thriller and a little bit scary or creepy, but it's not like horrifying. It's it's a good series. Like, I'm not a very horror orientated person. I don't like watch or enjoy a lot of horror. Mm. Um, but it's it's on the edge of it. It's kind of scary it's enough that scary. it's got to creep. Yeah, scary? it's not no, scary. creepy, creepy, creepy. creepy. Yeah, unnerving. Stuart's very other, much like other... oh, I'm odd. Like nothing scares me, but it is unnerving. The other person I have to mention is Leanne's uncle. Oh, George. Who, George. Yeah, is. Not me, by the way. <laughs> so creepy. That whole thing. The first. Have you scene. seen the shake? Uh, what's it called? Shake Shack. It's, uh, it's, you know when he plays the music. What's the song that comes on? Love Shack. Have you seen the Love Shack bit? No. Oh. So well, we all seen the first series where we where we're introduced to him and he walks in with no shoes. Oh. Yeah, that was great. That oh, shot that of his toes. But oh. this actor is a brilliant Perfect. actor as well. Is it? I've never seen him. Boris MacGyver is in person of interest. Really? This is one of my favourite series. I think you like it too much. 
<laughs> it's brilliant actor though. He needs to win the hasn't won awards. Or yeah. most of the cast needs to win awards for this, but yeah, that's amazing. The baby, the baby's the so well the accent. Because <laughs> then at, at points he's just quiet and he's mm. just staring there trying to get yeah. him to speak. Yeah. yeah. Can I just quickly just go back to my point of they're idiots? No. Right? Because I Sean, get what you mean here. Sean, 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 Sean puts but, a ca- camera in her room, right? Yeah. Why the fuck are they not seeing a situation where she's whipping herself and she's doing all these crazy back ah, things? Yeah, true, true. And I'm like, what? What did we do with that camera? I mean, later on, uh, Dorothy pulls it out, and then Sean plays the innocent game of like, oh, no, they yeah, must be watching where, us. Where's yeah. this camera come from? Oh yeah, yeah. they don't even right. like. I don't. Yeah, they didn't do anything with it, do yeah. they, or anything like that? It's just. Yeah, sorry. Going back to idiots, what were you going to say? You I know? get what you mean in that, right, they chose this babysitter. But the other thing is, any other babysitter, take the out, any other babysitter would have just ran a mile when they see it. When they see the fake baby. <laughs> which wanks the, <laughs> which pushes the series, and it makes her more creepy that she like just goes with it. Yeah. And it's what... Yeah. Why does she um, go with it? Because she obviously loves Dorothy and stuff, but, you know, it's that bit that makes you go, fucking hell, this is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, right? I'm it's just gonna... all about convenience. It's convenient to um, the dad, Toby Kevin. Sean. Sean. It's convenient to Sean. Because yeah. she works with the idea that yeah. the baby's fake. And this Dorothy, she's still going out doing her job in the day. It's just when she's at home, does her job pretty well. It gets quite funny <laughs> down the season. But she comes home and then she's crazy. It's not like long long periods at home mm. um, not initially but yeah she's going out doing her job and yeah for everyone it's about convenience yeah that's the thing I tell so you what it's not I'm convenient not... if it's working it might be working well but there's creepy stuff about it he feels that he's in control because he, him and Julian are spying on her got mm. this private investigator man it's also um, kind of spiral out yeah. of control. Like they think they've kind of got a handle on the situation, but mm. it gets quite funny because it, it's quite comedic as well for people like listening. It's yeah. it it quite funny. There are funny bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely found especially Rupert Grant. Comedy like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, not, not frequently. like dark humor, dark humor. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, not without spoiling anything. It kind of for me getting to season four. There's a couple of questions that still aren't answered, right? I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but stuff to do with Leanne, stuff to do with Dorothy, and there's a couple of things that aren't answered, and I'm kind of getting like, it's yeah, getting insane me. It's getting insane me, insane me. This is what I can see already, though. Because, I know, and I could kind just... of see that, but what you're going to find out is there's cliffhangers. So they'll get you, they'll yeah. get you at the end of yeah. season two. Yeah. All right, don't point those bigger guns <laughs> at me. <laughs> <laughs> point my big sausages at you, but yeah. end of season two, you'll get a cliffhanger. End of season three, you get a cliffhanger. And they keep you in, you know, which a good TV show does, keeps you in, hooked in. Yeah, but I am getting to the point where season four is coming. I'm watching because the other good thing, which we haven't really explained, is that we're all watching it on catch up. So we've got the episodes ready and available mm-hmm. to us, and they're only half an hour episode long episodes, so they're really easy to smash through, and that's good because they're available. So you just watch the next one, watch the next one, and that's why we're so interested in it. But now it's got to the point where I'm watching weekly episodes because it comes out weekly yeah. on Apple TV. Yeah. It's like, oh, do I want to watch another half an hour episode where <clears> I don't get any information, no information? What we do then is I'll catch up and then you need to catch up lots. But then before the final episode, we watch the final episode together. I mean, yeah, we'll do we'll a watch along. We'll, we'll record again. ourselves doing a watch along of the final episode and see, see what yeah. happens. I mean, and the, quite... the other thing I want to mention is this, the opening episode of season three. I won't go into it, but the whole shot with the one camera. 
it's incredible. The camera work as well on this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, really I, I definitely see it. I like well, camera work as in mm. I just Stunning. I just hate the situation of them being idiots. And the NFL was a little bit let down. Where I was, they used them like uh, when Seven was first, you know. Uh, released on Apple TV Plus, there wasn't that many shows, and they used M Night Shyamalan as like a, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, as, as a yeah as a, a drawing for a lot of people. But then after like the first sort of few episodes, he kind of dropped off. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's still a producer on it, and also his daughter. His daughter's a director and oh, a producer really? on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you notice, his daughter's director and producing some of the episodes, but he's still a producer, and I think that's where the horror element kind of comes in more. And it, it's good. And yeah, also some of the season three episodes. I think the start, yeah, the first season series three episode, it says oh comes up before saying oh stay behind after the credits so look back into oh, yeah, which is made. really good yeah and that's great yeah gives you a little bit behind the scenes after um, after you watch it so recommend that to people. so oh, let's give our final verdict on servant would you recommend it i think we did before spoilers but yeah. yeah definitely i think i would recommend it it's a good TV I, would, show. I wouldn't brace them to be like it is a struggle at times to keep with it you know um but yeah <sighs> I don't think there's as many cliffhangers as much as I would like. I'm yeah, I, I was gripped by it though. The mystery. I couldn't stop watching it. Really? Same, same yeah. here. It's the first TV show in a long time and that again, I've just smashed spoke about. They're only sort of half hour episodes. So they're easy to get through. As well. um, oh yeah, definitely. The thing is for me, I, th- I think I'm just so um, consoled of like this is just so stupid. Like, I really, I really want the two to be I think if you've acceptance <laughs> of what's occurred. Um, if but... you started off thinking that, then you're going to struggle to go through a series. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, because, because you two are, are more open with this whole mysterious spookiness situation they've got going and being, uh, being kept on for the ride, you know, then you're open to enjoying it more. Yeah, I get um, I totally agree. But I mean, I, I. But you would recommend it. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah. So, that's a seven. I hope uh, we've interested a few people. Moving on to the White Lotus. Now, this is a bit more controversial for myself because <laughs> I there are two seasons currently out of the White Lotus. I have watched season one and I hated it. Hated. Hated it. Hated. I'll tell you why I was interested in it to begin with was fucking TikTok. I saw the thing on TikTok. There's a big craze for anyone listening in the future about fucking TikTok where everyone was going crazy about the White Lotus theme tune. Theme tune. Right? Amazing. And Chris loves it. And I, I, I think played it's it great... in the car for Stu. <laughs> Honestly. I'm not aware of it. It's, it's a great theme tune, but... It's a guy called Christopher Tapio de Vivir. did the <laughs> Euphoria... Another amazing series. He did all the music for that. And some other films are amazing. And so I I kind of learned about the White Lotus and I spoke to Chris and Chris said, Yeah, White Lotus is great. I spoke to someone at work that said White Lotus was a great TV series. So I thought I'll give it a go, right? I watched season one. I couldn't understand what the hype was. I did mm. not understand at all. Like you with Servant, I didn't really like the characters. Mm. And so I found it very a struggle to kind of get through. Mm. Have you seen White Lotus? I haven't seen a single episode. Right, so, so we can't do spoilers. Very fresh. We can't do spoilers for White Lotus. No. But I think but you can, you Chris can... is the resident yeah. knowledge on the White Lotus. So Chris, give us give us a bit of background on what White Lotus is. Give us a bit of background on why you enjoy it. And then I'll counteract with why I didn't enjoy it. Well, the main reason why I enjoy White Lotus is this 
the satire. What, what is the White Lotus? Yeah, so the White Lotus is background. the name of the hotel. Oh, okay. Okay, where everyone stands. Isn't that a flower? Yes. That White Lotus is a flower, yeah. I thought it was just an episode. Okay. Of so flower, it's like so. a chain of resorts in these sure. idyllic locations, these beautiful locations. Yeah. Um, first series is in Hawaii. Hawaii. Second series is in Sicily, mm-hmm. in Italy. Location. In Europe. Yeah. On Earth. <laughs> and the universe. Um, so, yeah, it's a comment on society. It's rich. We, it's all these rich, affluent people coming to this beautiful resort mm-hmm. against the poor workers. Yeah, it's not a cheap and resort. Their social is it? lives. No, it's. Yeah. Top of the range. It's a hotel. The hotel, and it's, yeah, surrounding. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Got this. All the certain power dynamics of the rich against the poor. This upper class with lower class. Do you follow characters specifically, or do you just? Yeah, so to give a bit of background. Well, and the main character is... is played by Jennifer Coolidge, who's having this other sort of renaissance at the moment. Um, you think she's the main character? Yeah. See, I disagree. Well, because mm, you start no, no, because you start no. off with another character, and this okay. Oh, yeah, this isn't a spoiler. The main, yes, but she it all revolves around her. I kind of want to say I have seen the first episode. No, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't. It I does. Cool but it does. Once you get to it, she's integral to everything that's happened. Yeah, but you're saying you're saying this coming from season two, and you're I'm not alluding to the fact that season two, because she's in season two. We can say that. Uh, yeah. We can say that. Has the White Lotus yeah. got Tom Hiddleston in it? No. No. It's, it's you're talking about else. yeah. You're talking about the other hotel, the hotel inspector, or whatever it's called. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it's another that's time. another time. Yeah, it's another time. That's another the time. Night manager. The yeah, night manager. Night manager. We're talking about. Another but time. anyway, yeah. So, well, do you want to go on this Jennifer Coolidge point then? All I'm saying is, oh, I don't think this is a spoiler. The episode, the first episode, starts off with uh, plop from the office. <laughs> that's all I, I, I don't. What's the actor's name? Oh, I'm back, you know. I'll give up. him some recognition in a minute. But you know, plop from the office. The American office. <laughs> Remember Plop? Why haven't we spoke about sure. the office? Well, that's going to be an episode on its own. Starts off with Plop in the airport from the office. Mm-hmm. And um, the actor's name is? Jake Lacey. Jake Lacey. And he starts off in the airport and he's sitting there by himself. And you see two people sitting there across from him. And they start talking to him. And he's saying that I've just been on a holiday. He said, my wife. See, now there's contention here because mm-hmm. I thought he said my wife's died. And you see a body in a box getting moved across the airport, like on the tarmac, being put into a plane. That's mm. mad. But yeah. Chris says that he doesn't ever say that his girlfriend died. When have I said that? I thought you said that. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, the series starts off. I would say he's the main character because it starts he's off with the him. The main character. If anyone's the main character of the first season, it's, it's the manager. The manager. Yeah. Or Jennifer Cordage. He is not the main character. He's the same. Is it open? It's all the other different residents of the hotel that we meet. But there's a lot of residents. You follow a lot of residents' stories. So, so there's yeah, a lot of he plays story. a guy called Shane. You've got Shane and Rachel. Rachel played by Alexander Daddario. Um, you've got another family where you've got Mark. Um, another woman called Nicole. Okay, who's like this big hedge fund. Uh, big I don't like think it really matters you saying the names. Thing. But, but what, yeah. what, what are their roles, basically? Like you've got you're following, are you following different families? Yes. Yeah, you follow right, okay. three different families. And and how Two. do they all connect? 
It's the don't. hotel. That's the thing. Oh, it's the hotel situated with the mafia. This the... is my problem. The, the only thing that kind of gets you hooked in is the fact that there's a dead body at the start. Um, right? So, who but, killed, so it's like uh, Clueless. It's like a whodunit. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Because it's you see the body go up into the plane. Clueless. Clueless. Doesn't who oh, yeah, You see the body go into the plane <laughs> and then you kind of just meet all these families coming to this resort yeah. and that's fucking it. Nothing's said about that's the not... death. Nothing's, yeah. no, but nothing's said about the death. All you see is how their relationships work. Like there's a family coming but they're all elitist white people yeah. who are in high profile jobs. Yeah. The husband doesn't have a job but the wife does and so he struggles with like dinner with her because she's like the the breadwinner for the family. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. got a daughter who's a fucking bitch who's brought this friend along who I think she's kind of got a Gay crush on. Should I be writing this down? No, <laughs> but all I'm trying, I'm trying to give you a bit of background as to what's going on. Right. Okay. And uh, and then they've got a son who like doesn't get on with anyone, and he doesn't really know mm-hmm. his place in the world. Sounds He's a just an outcast. Outcast using uh, a Nintendo Switch, and he just plays on that and doesn't talk to anyone. <coughs> and then you've got like another family who who's he's the guy we meet in the airport. Mm-hmm. He's with his newlywed wife. They're on the honeymoon. And they're on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. and. He's a bit of a fucking arsehole. He's and... an arsehole. His room hasn't got a plunge pool. He's very disappointed about that because he thought he paid for that. He's got this really rich mum. Is this a documentary? <laughs> but it's true. What I'm trying to get across to you is, why the fuck do you care? Why sure. do you care about sure. these people? Yeah, yeah. And I know Stuart, uh, Chris is saying, you know, there's a whole political satire behind it. All. And I understand that. And if you're interested in that, you might get some satisfactory benefit out of it. Um... But to keep me hooked into watching the series, I couldn't give less of a fuck. But it's deeper than just the characters in the first season because it talks about the island. And you've got the workers at the island who think that the island's been stolen from them. How how far in did you find that out? Right, so... Four or five. Yeah. Right? Four, yeah. So you've got to go through four hour-long episodes Why? before you get to this revolutionary... Oh, they stole the island from the natives mm. and they've built this hotel there and the natives didn't get any money for it. Fucking who cares? Anyway, let's speak about the, the fucking the hotel manager Armand. The, but the only bit brilliant that kept me inter- interested He's was hilarious. the uh, yeah. What's his the actor's Murray name? Bartlett. Pardon? Murray Bartlett. He's in the last ones, which we're going to go on to next. But he's incredible, and he's the only bit that kept me interested because he's this manager who's been clean for like five years. Yeah, he's he's clean for five years, and where these guests come in and start giving them shit, he starts to fucking. Go so off. he confiscates yeah. drugs off one of them. No, don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling what happens. But he starts to fucking go off the end of the, you know, he starts, the wheels start coming off and he starts losing it, which is really interesting and fun to watch. And the only thing that kept me invested was where these characters develop. And these characters do develop. And by the end of the series, they're very different from where they started at the start of the series, which is looking back on it. And when I gave myself time to digest what I'd watched, that was the only interesting bit. Uh, seeing where these characters ended up. I don't know if Chris wants to say any more on the TV series, but if I was to conclude, I would not. Only talk about season two, yeah. But we can't because no one here. Well, so this is where I think if you watch season two, I think this is where Chris has kind of underestimated it. Is that he's watched season two and that might have given him a bit more. So the guy's Jennifer Calder's character, Tanya. She is very. How do you describe her? She's away with the fairies. She's depressed. (laughs) She's a fucking lunatic. (laughs) He's very eccentric. Yeah, he's got loads of money. Um, is all into kind of theology and massages. 
Um, she turns up on the island yeah. and she goes to this woman who works in the, the spa department. I need a massage. I need a massage now. And she's like, well, we can't put you in. She's like, give me a massage. I need a fucking massage. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this It ends up, she promises something to the, to the massage therapist. <clears throat> Again, it's the rich against the poor, the massage. He and her ethnicity, her, her ethnicity, she's black. Which is, uh, puts her, she's like, a, she's portrayed as a minority, isn't she? Yeah. She wants to, she thinks, oh, my business is getting kickstarted by this person. Um, she thinks she's going to invest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And in the end, yeah. The big blow up. Season two. Is on... What? Yeah. Uh, season two is on Sicily. Again, an amazing location. Um, is Toby Kibble in that as well? No. That's. No. Who's the actor in it then? Theo James. Yeah. Um, they do look kind of similar. They do. It's got big actors. Um, Aubrey Plaza from yeah. Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, it's not that. There's the guy, the karate dude from The Office. This is a deep cut. This is a deep cut in The Office. Amazing. But the I sensei, believe it. the sensei from sensei The Office, Billy. He's Michael in Imperio. Yeah. Right. If, if all our listeners listening, if we have any at this point, <laughs> Chris is a fucking. We're all big Office US fans. I've got a lot. Chris is a fucking a major US Office fan. But anyway, so this time again, we're at the hotel. It's about his workers and the visitors. And this time. There's more characters, Even and more. you go to different more locations. There's more characters this time. Mm. This series is easier to get into than the first, I'd say. Okay. All right. Um, Should I just start with season two? I think you'll like. Someone at work said more. that. Someone at work said start with season two because they don't relate really, other no, than that Jennifer Coolidge's no, character. Really. So, yeah, season two. It's a beautiful location. You've got one family who wants to get in touch with their roots. They're part Italian and they're touching their roots to see all that again. And then you've got two rich um, people that just started a tech company. Um, and yeah, there's really like psychological battles between them. One of them's like this really good looking guy who didn't do so well, but just sort of funded it. The other one's the really clever one who sort of created the company, but isn't really that much of a people person. Mm. And they sort of clash. Um, and obviously both their wives are there as well. They clash at Orby Praza. It's quite a good performance. Being really <laughs> awkward quite all the time. Well, um, and yeah, you've got you've also got these other two characters, uh names I can't remember. Lucia right, so and is, Mia. is it just a lot of characters with their storyline? Does that what yes, but the aspect of the one? How they there's all... no driving force. There's no driving force <laughs> to keep you. It's just how they all interact. And then you've got in this one, you've got these two prostitutes who come to the hotel. And they sort of fry spanning. It's how things. they live their lives in these hotels. Yeah. Mate. And Tanya is back in this one. Tanya who? Yeah, the, the one, one from the first one, Jennifer Cordage for massage. the first series. Yeah. She is back. She's the only right. remaining thing from season one. Okay. And the fact that this How I would describe this TV series is if you're fucking bored with your own life, no. watch these people's lives. Again, it's really <laughs> it's funny. Just watching people's it's, lives. It's honestly, that's all it is, mate. You're just watching no. people live their lives. Right. I mean, honestly, I, I can't really make comment until I actually see it. Yeah, of course not. But we're, we're trying to give you two different perspectives. Um, even the ending to season one, because yeah. you do find out the bo- who's the body mm, in the box. Yeah. Even that wasn't even like that fucking interesting. Like, it, it happens, mate. And I'm what? like, it happens. And I'm like, what? The disgrace uh, of Chris's nah. face is there. Nah. It happens. But again, look, like, okay, it's a satire of Richard Purple. It pits different class against each other. It's all about their psychological flaws. It's made by a guy called Mike White, who is writing, a bit of trivia, 
he's writing the next two scripts for Despicable Me 4 and a new universal animation called Migration. Wow. Wow. It's also fucking funny, that's got So, yeah. He <laughs> was also on Survivor, the American version of Survivor. Don't know why he went on that. Cheers, mate. Anyway, uh, moving on. I just, I just think... There's obviously two different opinions here. I, I'm, I'm really kind of... The whole point of this podcast would you suggest is... Would This is what I was about to say. The whole point of this podcast is, like, would you spend your time doing it? They're hour-long episodes. 100%. They're hour-long episodes. There's only eight or nine in the first 100%. series. And for me, I'm, I'm struggling to think, do I spend time watching the second series? Right. right? And, uh, Chris, you say you wouldn't. Just plain simple. Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, of course, I bloody would. <laughs> I have, and I would again. So, this is going to be season three? Yes, it's set in Char- Asia somewhere. Might be watching it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Chris. Thank you. Uh, I forgot to say, before we move on to our next series, I forgot to say a little bit of trivia. You might not know this, but the servant was sued. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, by an author. Oh, there's another. Oh, there's a film. There's another film. I can't remember what year it is. I wish I wrote this down in the notes, but everyone could look into it themselves. But it was sued by another director um, because she said that the storyline was very similar to her film, Ooh. which is where a fake baby is involved because a woman loses her baby. Really? It's, it's very That's similar. Um, when I looked into the film and I read the synopsis, it it's not totally similar, but there are some similar elements. And It's a great idea. Well, yeah, and, and they, she sued. She sued them. Um, M. Night Shyamalan, like the creator, and um, I'm sorry, Chris has been really dramatic here. And it'd be good really if he had some that. video footage so everyone can see what he's doing, but for some reason he's been dramatic. But um, yeah, and then she sued them, but then it was thrown out. There wasn't enough evidence, but they're looking back into it now because they think that actually there was some correlation there. Ooh, but wow. you know, you can go look, research it for yourself. But I just thought it was quite interesting. Okay. Right, finally, and lastly, we're looking at The Last of Us. Right. Fucking incredible. But no, no, it's, it's a good show. Um, Last of Us. It stars Pedro Pascal and the girl from Game of Thrones, Bella Ramsey. She played the young girl in Game of Thrones. Joanna did, Mormon. Um, um, and uh, it's basically based okay. on a video game. Like, sorry, fucking cream's closed like five minutes ago. No, no. Chris loves cream. Closed at half. Ten, closed at half ten, but for some reason they stopped. You ordering? Chris, I can't give us a fuck. And I'm sorry, but it's really affected me. Creams is a dessert. Chris, I'm not. I'm cutting this out, so I wouldn't bother explaining. Slicing it like a bit of cake. I'm fucking hungry. I'll get some matches off. (laughs) The Last of Us is a TV series um, based on the very popular video game. um, The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Isn't it just called Last of Us? Not the Last of Us. It's the last one. Really yeah, I, so, I think it's the last of us, yeah. But um, so it Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Um, they're kind of a. Pedro Pascal, what's that? What's it based? What is the. What is it about? The outline of the story is basically Bella Ramsey is a young girl who essentially is immune to a zombie apocalypse that's happened. I think you've, yeah, I think you've jumped a bit, but okay. That's not spoilers. What, 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 what has happened? What has happened? But I'm not going to go into spoilers because people haven't seen it. But There's I'm just giving a brief break, right, of a disease. Okay, so it's based on the Cordyceps virus, which is a real thing in real life. Yeah. Where a virus, it's actually a fungus, um, yeah. infects ants and takes over their body, yeah. and basically turns them into zombies. Right. 
And there's a very good explainer at the start of the series where they say that because of global warming, the fungus has been able to adapt to deal with heat, and that's why it can affect humans, and it makes them into these zombies. We then see an outbreak happen, and then it skips 10 years, and you see our character, Pedro Pascal, who plays John John. Miller. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's obviously in a situation, and he meets Ellie Williams, Mm -hmm. and they have to go cross-country. For a reason that I won't spoil. Right. Yes, that's uh, that's. I couldn't put it even better, better than I that. Tried. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Do you like the series, Stuart? Oh, I love it. It's great. Really, really, really good. I mean, I don't know how. Oh, so it sounded really sarcastic. Now. No. <laughs> no. I, 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 I uh, <laughs> try not to be sorry. Um, yeah. No. Uh, the series is phenomenal. Um, it's insane how well they've sort of. Put it, put it for almost like for like the actual game, and they've kept it with the audience. Or this is how we're gonna how we're gonna shoot and and play it out. So from start to finish, from how they introduced introduced the characters, introduced introduced the characters to to the current episode of what we're on, episode five, is that it's just insane, and uh, I'm 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 loving it every moment of it. I agree. I'm a huge fan. Um, I can, can we say has has anyone actually played the games? I was about to say I don't think I've never no. played the game. Signing on PlayStation. So, so all three of us has not actually played the no. game, but we're aware of the story. Yeah, we're not aware of what happens. Obviously, yeah, outcome of it. Yeah. Um, but the basic outline of the story. But the basic outline of the story and how it's matched for match. Mm. Um, and yeah, how, how well it's been well received for for everyone to sort of see. Now, controversial, I, I'm a huge fan, and I think it is a great series, and we'll delve a bit more into why we think it's a great series, but is it a little bit overhyped? Would you say so? It's had a massive marketing campaign, and I don't know if that's because it was a game as well before, but it's had a huge marketing campaign, and no, I would, think... Sorry, wait, wait, hold on. Sorry to interrupt you, but would you, would you say now it's been overhyped, or would you say on the first episode? Because I would agree yeah. that the first episode yeah, is yeah. overhyped, but then it's proved itself it's proved it's, itself it's, yeah it's it's uh aligned to be what it should be it's, mm. it's good for what it is i mean because when the first episode came out for anyone listening it it was like <laughs> shown in media as being the greatest like tv mm. series ever and yeah. like sorry, right, yeah so the greatest adaption of a video game i know but everyone was saying it was the greatest tv series yeah, ever yeah uh, really? and stuff yeah, yeah they were and, and the ratings and saying the ratings were unbelievable. It, it, it was it was a hundred percent right yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. So. It was just which like... I think it was a great first episode, and I think the reason it because like you said, it was probably the best adaptation we've had from a video game to screen. Yeah. Um. So far, I mean, Lara Croft Tomb Raider was pretty good. Like mm. the most recent one, I think the most recent one for the the later games that came I've out. I've actually seen the most recent one. It was I've good. I think it's a good adaptation. And I and I and I kind of like that. There was there's a brand new one that came out with um, what's his name? Yeah. But it came out and it was quite good representation. I mean, Uncharted came out recently. I that was. That. I don't know how we're going to continue <laughs> the podcast. You guys don't seem to watch any films or TV. With, with films which were previously games, it's just got such a bad reputation. I I, I haven't even seen sex, like Assassin's Creed. And I love Assassin's Creed. I wouldn't. I loved. I loved. Have you ever played Assassin's Creed? Nah. Exactly. That's so true. it's not a representation <laughs> of the game. I don't think it was a good crossover from the game. Yeah. But this, yeah. this was really good. 
And I think because it did better than what we've had previously, it was overhyped, the first episode. But I think you're right. I think subsequent episodes that have come out after it, they've definitely proven that it is a good show and mm. it can hold up against yeah. like hits like Game of Thrones or Servant even. Mm. You know, stuff like that. And um, yeah, I think it's unreal. Like, do you want to delve a bit deeper into why we like it so much? I mean, the acting is incredible. Absolutely, the whole scenery obviously was made by or adapted by Craig Mazin, who also did Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. what the who? Sorry, the guy uh, directed, not directed, um, produced, adapted it into from the game. Into oh, so the writer, the like the, the adapter yeah. from. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He also did Chernobyl, um, which is another so, great series. Amazing. Have you watched Chernobyl? Not oh, that's that's another thing we're going to have to oh. video ourselves watching because that that's is incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Well, probably yeah, in my top ten. Okay, that we all know what happens in. Yeah, yeah. Just gives amazing. you a completely different perspective. And again, the drama in this, the tension. Yeah, it's good. To build People attention. in the games who's played the games might know what's going to happen. But they've yeah, they've changed they've it a little still. bit, haven't they? Yeah. I I want to say they've made it deeper. <clears throat> they yeah. haven't changed it. They've just. They well, just honed in bits. on what's occurred. Like, for example, episode three. Well, yeah, don't spoil it in case someone hasn't watched it. Yeah. Well, episode three, they they outline this storyline. Yeah. But in the game, it's it only it's, it, like what I've read. It's only just talked in, about. Like, yeah. They, like, uh, they only show it, and then that's it. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing. A story there, but they've added the story to it, which is great. And I that might be my favorite episode. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, episode yeah, five was the last episode was the best, yeah, best one. Probably the best one. Well, for zombies wise as well, because mm. and that's the other thing about this series, which is a zombie series, I guess you could say, it hasn't had many zombies really. Like, like compared to mean? like The Walking Dead or anything like that, where there's it's pretty heavy zombies every episode. And again, that's the praise because the threat of the virus has been so well explained. Yeah, yeah. you don't need the whole. The visuals of the zombies. Just... Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. There's really been a lot of episodes where there haven't been many zombies. No. Um, so if you're a big zombie fan, it's a bit lacking on the zombies, but episode five really kind of turned that up. Mm. Um, I oh. think from episode one and episode five, it's been top notch. Episode two and then episode three. Um, episode four was... Yeah, episode four was a bit filler, I felt. It was alright, but it was it was just getting them there, you know. Yeah. It was pushing the story. It was pushing yeah. the story along. Yeah. And I think it whereas like a couple of the other episodes, especially five was a lot of action. The series four kind of developed the relationship between um Pedro and Bella mm. a lot more. Yes, correct, correct, correct. Uh, sorry, Chris, before we uh before we interrupt you, just before we talk about your director man. On Craig Mason, yeah. If you got more sad, sorry. No, he just was no, adapting no. it. Yeah. He, he, he adapted, adapted it. it. I'm just saying that the whole scenery, because that the whole tension with Chernobyl, the whole tension of it, again, like we said, That's really good people enough. know what happens with it. We all know yeah. what happens. The people who have played the game will know what happens in yeah. the whole story. But he's still able to, you know, not just him, the whole, again, the acting and everything else, but he's still able to put that. Effect on it. So you saying it's like uh, the tension. He knows how to build tension. Yeah, yeah. You're well. You're uh, we're in good hands because he's done it before. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way of putting it. In good hands. And 
Oh, the scenery, man. I, I don't know how much of it is VFX and how much of it is real world locations, but the scenery is unreal. Mm. Like some series, you can tell that they're, they're on a cheaper budget or. Yeah, the I want to say it's all on location. I want to say they've all done no, it on location. The, the streets they walk down, mate, and they've got all the. Not all the crashed buildings. Fuck <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not real. Well, obviously but... not, but like, how far have they gone? Like. I'm talking about like they're in America somewhere and oh, course, they've, yeah. that they've just filmed in areas where it's deserted and they've just added in. But bits. the CGI scenery in the background doesn't take you out of it, does it? Like, they've done it so well. It feels real. It feels real. Yeah. It looks so yeah. real. It's filmed in Canada. Right. There you go. But it seems so real. Like it doesn't. What I'm trying to say is, on some low budget, like uh, what I'm thinking of, Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett was on like the um, they call it the volume, which is a massive like video green screen mm-hmm. that plays yeah. in the background. You could tell they weren't on location, and that was shit. Whereas here, even if it is CGI or on the volume, or you know, they've obviously been on real world locations, but they're applying a lot of CGI to it. It doesn't take you out of the scene, does it? And mm. I think it's just really well done. And especially the zombies as well. The effects makeup on the zombies is unreal. Mm. It's so good. No, the zombies I think are so cool. Yeah. And the fact that you're not spawning, but you get different types. So there's been stuff. five already. Yeah, right? six is. T- well, there's four. Six is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And there's nine in all. So. So we're coming to the back end Another of the month. series. Yeah. In a month's time. Do you think she'll we have to there? record ourselves watching the finale as well? I'll get there. Do you think we'll get there? I don't spoil it, but yeah, yeah. I think we're able to talk about it in some sense. Are you going to spoil it? I mean, well, if we can't, if if we can't talk about, I think it's pretty clear that either of them won't die. Maybe Joel dies at the end. I don't know. No, I think they get there. No, I don't think they die. I mean, again, I don't think they will. But we have no knowledge of the game, so we have every right to interpret it as much as we like. You know, Mm. do do they find the brother? Of Joel's? Do they find him? I can't talk. Yeah, but, okay. You can't talk? I just did. No, because I've seen, like... You know what happened? Yeah. Ah. That's very serious. Nothing from the game, not from the game, but they're at the end of every episode on Sky. This is on Sky TV, but now TV as well. Is it? For UK. Yeah, it's on Sky. Sky. It's on Atlantic, I would suggest it's yeah, on, it's on now TV that. as well. Yeah. What are you saying, is it? You're going to say there's like clips at the end? Yeah, there's a trailer at the end. There's a trailer at the end. Oh yeah, it says next week's episode, and then so I've oh. seen what happens in tomorrow's oh, episode. Right. I have, but in film. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, I I think they'll get there in the end. Yeah. I think they may. I mean, they may reach the brother, but then the brother might die. Well, again, is there going to be series two? Or are they going to do the full game in this season? Well, so I've, no, no, I've read. They will do just this game. Is it just a limited they... series? It's just this. No, no. So they said that. It's, another series I think it's already been parts. signed on that the second series is going to be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's what's that going to be? Well, the writer said that the first, the first game will be concluded in this series. Yes, correct. Have they got other games? They've yeah. got part two, part three. Well, this is the oh, thing. Yeah, this yeah, is why I'm saying I can't talk because I know there's definitely a part two out, but I don't know if there's a part three. It's not part three. There is a part three. No, this is no. It hasn't been. It's not a part three out. There's a part three. No, there's not. There's a part two. It's definitely out. Whether or not they're creating okay. a part three now, but I'm sure there's not a part three. I mean, again, I haven't played the game, but I'm, I I was certain that there was part two and part three, but could be wrong. I've been I've been proven wrong before, so obviously I'm just gonna ask. Yeah, not yet. Part two was good. No, they, they haven't. So they haven't they said it might not happen. It might not happen. So we obviously know there's a game, a second game. So surely it must now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You kind of know that, like, 
one, maybe one of them's gonna survive. So it's just like mm. I don't know. Mm. You can't really talk too much about it. You just kind of got to ride the wave and see how this one goes. So it's a complete change. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question in, and uh, it is a spoiler, but we're gonna have to sort of. Oh, okay, so if anyone listening, now, watch The Last right, of Us. From right now. Watch The Last of Us, but from now on, spoilers, yes. go on. So, in that first episode, how mad was it when uh, his daughter got shot? Unreal. I cried. I got, uh, I was, I was, I've said on here this episode, I'm a sensitive soul, yeah, I but I cried. Because it's just mad. Yeah. It's just mad. Did you think that he was going to shoot him? I mean, as soon as he's got that radio through, I was like, oh my God, he's actually mm. going to shoot him. But I thought, I thought maybe he might have missed or something. But then, but then he did get shot. So did you know his daughter was going to die? I didn't know his daughter was going to die. I knew his daughter was going to die. Really? I, thought, I know from the game. Someone told me about the game when I was younger. Said how good it was and said the urban scene's mad. So I knew she was going to oh. die. I didn't know it was like that. So it took me by surprise. Mm. But I knew. And then, and just jumping ahead, the boy just died. That, that yeah, shook yeah, me, yeah, man. I to my core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of deaths in this, isn't there? But that's what makes it so good. But that's what someone mm. said. Of course, because... it's like the woman's the woman that died in the series, um, episode two. Yeah, the, the girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people people make the argument of like, oh, I hate it when people die. Because yeah, it's I like, know. I've it, had the same it thing. Ruins the sort of show, or whatever. Like, but like, that's what makes you more ingrained with the show because you're invested. Like you love the idea. Yeah, well, of it's the like same thing with Game of Thrones stories. when that first came. Uh, yeah, out. exactly. People died, and you, you like, example, don't know what yeah. could happen. Exactly. There's always more characters sort of introduced that you can go further, deeper into the main two. Um, and I don't. In all the other episodes, who is alive and who will return in the other episodes? Will the the leader of is the Firefly? Yeah. Will she She's return? Still alive. Yeah. Um, the one they met in the corridor who gave. The girl to him. No, the to woman of the last episode just seems to be leader. No, she's, no, she's, she's dead, mate. How do you know she's dead? She was wounded. The zombie was scratching her face off. Oh, yeah, it jumped at her. Yeah. I forgot, yeah. The baby, the, the, the kid jumped zombie her, yeah. jumped on her oh, face no, and scratched her. Oh, no, not talking about her, mate. That's what I'm saying. Firefly yeah, leader. Yeah, the, the one from the corridor. It's episode two, I believe it was. Yeah, the one from the corridor who gave the girl to Joel. Yes, gave the girl. That's what Ellie. gave Ellie, sorry, the girl. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah I she, think she'll she definitely come back. Yeah. Um, this is the thing. <laughs> so she's obviously some sort of cure. So yeah. what is this game? Where's the, sorry, game, TV show? Where's this TV show going to end? Are they going to get her to a lab? They're going to be able to ma- batch? It's going to be a bit like, uh, what is the zombie film? I mean, I can only think of like, Z. World War Z. World War Z. Yeah. Z, if you're American. And he, his blood is now... The cure, so I mean, I I loved World War Z, and I would have loved a flipping sequel because well, they keep saying they're gonna do one. It was so good, and then he finally reached the cure, and you just don't see what occurs from it, like the building of the civilization. But but we also know there's a story in game two. So what happens? Do do you think they're gonna get there? They're gonna do the cure, and then someone's gonna. Because you got to think, there's there's societies out there like these fireflies. They mm. they control it now. Mm. So if they well, start getting the cure, rebellion of like we don't want civilization to go back to normality. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so we want to fight this. So they'll try and kill her. They'll war. find out that she's got yeah. the cure, and they'll and try and kill her. I'm sure there'll be another general leader. Um, sorry, general, right? He he will. He, some some person will be like. We've got to rally up all the troops. Yeah, we're going to come across all these little splinter groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just don't know. Obviously, I haven't played the game, 
whatever happens in part two. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's interesting. Not really makes me think like I would love like if you're thinking of games, which could be like films or TV shows. I loved Resident Evil for films, but what would be insane if there was a TV show for it, and like a similar sort of situation of what this has sort of done. Great casting, great story, great, um, great acting or whatever. Like just, just that sort of in-depth focus. Yeah. Keeping it, keeping it slow, and sort of really using what's in front of them. You know, not rushing into most Resident Evil films was like, oh, she saves the day, sort of thing. Like, I there's been a Resident Evil film, huh? No films based on TV series. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's difficult to adapt something when you've already done a film of it and that hasn't gone well, right. so well. Why not? It just could be a studio could be reluctant to yeah. pay all the money for it. Aren't they? Oh, mate. I get what you're saying, but yeah, <coughs> I just think with this series, it's just they've done a good job of it. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to end, but I would definitely recommend it to people to watch mm-hmm. because it. Yeah, I think most people watching it already. Well, yeah. I mean, what people are not. I mean, the only thing I can say is that people are not watching it because of they don't have. The premium description to yeah. watch it. Or Now TV, yeah. Um, like now TV. But I would recommend, I mean, Now TV is obviously a monthly subscription that you can cancel any time. I don't mm. get any... But there's other ways of guessing this for sure. Uh, anyway. I'm sure people but, um, well, um, <laughs> You know, I'm not paid by Sky, but I would definitely <laughs> buy a Sky subscription to watch this. Really? Um, Just, yeah. It's no. not needed. No. No. I definitely would. No. Everyone knows stream websites now. I know, but Chris, Jumbo, we'll about put that, some yeah. in the we'll put some in the description, brother. No, no. <laughs> Jesus, no. What's We're not talking about that. But if 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 you're gonna do it legally, uh, I would say yeah. It, 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 talking as if like the only way you could watch it is for a subscription service. I would pay. It, it would persuade me to buy Sky to watch not the Sky the subscription package, but just Now TV entertainment. Now TV. Package. I would buy a night out Now TV pass to to be able to watch it because mm-hmm. everyone's talking about it. I would want to watch it, and I recommend it. I would mm. definitely buy a pass. It's to watch TV it. shows, drama, action, perfect. But it ticks all boxes, doesn't it? It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's got everything. Absolutely. It's, it's, there's a lot of funny bits in it as well. Oh yeah, that's the uh, thing. It, it's got, it has got it all. It's action, funny, mm-hmm. sad, love, <laughs> sad, yeah, sad, sad. <laughs> sad. But no, I would definitely content. recommend it. Definitely, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Definitely would put it above all other content for the moment. Would you? Mhm. Above seven. Yeah. For me, it's it's above seven because the story's going. It's it's ongoing. Every episode, you get a bit more information. Whereas seven, for me, it's got a bit old now. It's got a bit like, you gonna tell me anything? What's going? What's happening? That's what that's what I'm feeling right now. For goodness sake. But I'm telling you, see what we'll we'll do this episode. We'll do another episode in another week's time, whatever. I'll get another cliffhanger, and I'll be like, I'm back in. Mm. Back in. This is season five. Let's go, baby. Mm. Uh, and that's what they do in the gear, man. Seven, you know, this is the last series. What? You is don't know really? this is the last one. I didn't know that. This is the last one. Bloody travesty, mate. I didn't you know. You don't that. know? No? This is the last series. No, they won't get me there. I'm going to yeah. cancel. I'm going to stop watching it right now. <laughs> no, that's mad. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's so they, that they're going to have to, they're gonna have to tell you everything. If they don't, I'll be disappointed. I'll slate it on this podcast. Yeah. We haven't got any listeners, but I'll slate it. <laughs> no one will know. That's mad. Yeah. Oh, I'm shocked. No, I can't believe you didn't know that. Do you know why? I think Chris is disappointed in you. <laughs> no, no. Do you know why they cancelled it? 
Oh, that makes me cancel. Can no, I'll tell day. you why. <laughs> Too much content. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. cool. We're going we're gonna to sign off. That's it. Yeah. We'll um, hear from us next week. Thanks I've been for listening. George Brown. I've been Stuart. Chris. I'll put my second name. No full names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a recognition. Well, no, George Brown is a, is a nice strong name. Tongue, it, strong yeah. name, mate. Two syllables, basically. George Brown. GB. <laughs> Mr. GB. Over here. Or CK. Yeah. Sorry? Calvin Klein. Who do you like? Oh. <laughs> Coke egg. <laughs> oh, that's Miles Riga. <laughs> don't let anyone know. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening, if you're honest. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>